Well, today is National Flag Day in this country, marking the date back in 1965. The flag was raised for the very first time on Parliament Hill in Ottawa. National Flag of Canada Day was actually declared on this day back in 1996, so not that long ago. It comes at a time, though, when the Maple Leaf is, of course, topic of much debate. There have been editorials in the newspapers. People have been talking about it. I've been hearing people talking about it on the street here in Victoria. There are convoys every weekend of people supporting the blockades and the protests, uh, driving by with many Canadian flags um, on their vehicles and so forth. So it has been used prominently by those participating in the blockades and in those weekly convoys in support of them across the country. So what is the impact of one group co-opting the flag for their particular political purpose? And what impact does it have on the rest of us? We felt it was a good question to ask on National Flag Day. Richard Nimogene is an instructor at the School of Indigenous and Canadian Studies at Carleton University. He's also an expert in Canadian identity, and he joins me now. Thank you so much for being here to discuss this. Hi, Ben. Thank you for inviting me. So National Flag Day has quite an interesting origin, (laughs) and and maybe it's for listeners who'd be informative just to know where this all started to know where we wound up? Well, I mean, its roots are in the 1995 Quebec referendum, where, uh, if you recall, uh, the the result was very, very close. A few thousand votes would have changed uh, Canada's history. And uh, there was a big political crisis, a crisis of national unity. And the federal government was receiving advice from uh, all sorts of analysts and pollsters who were making the basic argument that while the arguments for voting no in the referendum were arguably won by the federal government, by the Canadian nationalists, the sovereignty side, the yes side, won the emotional and symbolic Uh, struggle with positive advertising linked with uh, sovereignty. And so the decision was made, how do we promote Canadian symbols, especially in Quebec? So that's where we get the first uh, flag day uh, in 1996 with the Prime Minister Jean Chrétien, of course, uh, presiding over it. It's ironic that 26 years later that the flag would have then become, at least in the past uh, little while, very much a symbol of of anti-government sentiment um, in this country. What do you make of that? Well, uh, flags are, you know, on the one hand, they're meant to be symbols of unity uh, that the people of a country rally behind. Uh, it's, it's in its positive sense, it embodies what a country and its people stand for or hope to promote on the world stage. But as we know, looking at global history, flags are also uh, symbols of disunity or contention. Think about the United States, where there were huge fights about uh, burning the flag right? Is it disrespectful or a symbol of freedom of expression? In the same way, we see this currently, as you allude to, with the protests in Ottawa and elsewhere across the country, where some Canadians are upset that the protesters are draping themselves literally in the flag. And what's the argument? Those are not the values that the flag represents for me. 
the Prime Minister today in his statement about Flag Day uh, talked about the shared values that it represents. Well, clearly at this point, we, and maybe it's not right to even think we should have, but we, we don't necessarily have shared values. What is the impact then when a, when a flag, when a national flag is then um, co-opted to represent a certain, and in this case, you know, still a very much a minority view. Um, what happens to the symbol itself for the rest of us? Because you would think that in some senses, people might become uncomfortable waving the Canadian flag if it's then associated with, with an anti-government movement, for instance. Yeah, well, I've heard uh, anecdotally that some people who, uh, in, in you know, before the, the convoy, before the protests, mm-hmm would have a flag out and now they're concerned that it might symbol, uh, you know, people might think, oh, it means I support the protesters. Other people, of course, are flying the flag because they support the protesters. And so um, it's important to remember that uh, flags are not neutral and they were never neutral, right? The Canadian flag, uh, the current Canadian flag, is still seen by many who are not liberals as being a liberal flag, the colors and the design and so forth. Um, Prime Minister Harper arguably tried to imbue a different sense of values into the flag and other symbols of Canada. So it's important to remember that when we think about national identity, our values really come out of our actions Uh, what we do as a society that demonstrate values. Flags, politicians like to say, represent those values. But what happens is that the battles become symbolic or over symbols and not about what kind of society you want to have. Is this, I mean, I wouldn't say this has never been seen in terms of use of the Canadian flag. I certainly remember the use of the Quebec flag in, in, in Quebec during both referenda was, was, was very similar in terms of how, just how much it came to represent the separatist movement. But in terms of the Canadian flag, the modern version of it, um, is this the first time we've seen it being used in this way? Well, I mean, uh, you know, if we go back to the 1960s, a lot of Canadians rejected the idea of the new flag, right? That they liked what the old flag represented. Uh, why did we want to change it? Because a lot of people felt that it didn't represent an increasingly modern, non-imperial or non-British empire or Commonwealth country. And and so uh, there, were, there was a lot of... Uh, resistance to the idea of adopting a new flag. So right in its origins, uh, we have the, this controversy. And then there are cases, as, as, as you mentioned, uh, after with the sponsorship program, uh, the federal government's promotion of Canada, uh, the Quebec premier at the time, Bernard Laundry, complained that there were too many Canadian flags in Quebec, which is what, of course, the federal government wanted. So there, I would argue that there are always symbols of uh, potential contention. But in the same way, there's something about a flag that makes us protective of it. So if you take the uh, protests as an example, what are some people complaining of? 
the presence of American flags, of American symbols, uh, the bald eagle, uh, Trump 24 flags, the Confederate flag, uh, because those are seen as representing other values. So uh, when we fight over symbols, uh, I don't think that we'll ever get unanimity on what they represent. When we look back at the last year since the last National Flag Day, there's certainly been a lot of events involving the flag this year. Certainly we had it lowered uh, for much longer than we'd ever seen before following the, uh, the discovery of, of, of the graves at the Kamloops Residential School. How would you look, when you look back at this last year, how would you say the Canadian flag has, the symbolism of it has changed over the last 12 months? Well, the the case that you mentioned is is another good example of how politicians compete to imbue meaning into the flag. So at one level, uh, the flags that half mast were meant as uh, a, a signal of reconciliation, of respect, of mourning, uh, you know. Um, and then of course you had other politicians saying, okay, we've done that. Now it's time we're not showing respect for the flag. And that was also a, a political uh, statement. When, what, when is the right time to, to raise the flag? Well, that's a, you know, a, a political decision. It's not, you know, there's, I don't think there's a right answer, but it certainly shows how politicians try to use symbols to advance their own uh, interests. Richard and Magine, thanks so much for your time. I appreciate your insight. You're most welcome, Ben. Thank you.